Welcome to Play on K, the Korean drama podcast with Emily and Raquel. And we're finally doing the bonus episode for Descendants of the Sun. It's, I am always so excited about bonus episodes. I really like to get to this part where we talk about what other people thought about the K drama. I feel like this is how I start a lot of the bonus episodes. So let me throw in a little bit of a difference. It's really weird to come back and talk about Descendants of the Sun more. I feel so weird about coming back this week. I feel so tired of it. Yeah. I'm so tired of this show. (laughs) Sorry, creators. It was a fabulous show that I loved watching. I'm tired of it. Yeah, I think maybe in a couple years I'll want to watch it again, but I don't think I'll ever want to talk about it again. I'll just watch it and keep it to myself. Keep it in my pocket as a little dream that came true. Yeah, we've got to leave it all on the floor today. (laughs) It's all going out the door, guys. This is going to be the true end for us. So, yeah, let's jump (laughs) into it. All right, Raquel, you do one first. Okay, so the first comment that I have is... An eight-star rating off of Vicky, and the user is... When will I learn to pronounce them before we start? It's Ristionti18. I was like, you're gonna, you're gonna do it. <laughs> I left, I don't know, the reviewer off of a few of them, because I'm like, I couldn't pronounce it anyways. Yeah, it's, yeah, and like, some of these people have very complicated names, and... I'm sure they mean something to them, but to me, it's, like, usually too many consonants for some reason. Riskianti being one. Yep, Riskianti, and Riskianti 18, and they said, deserved an eight for the humor, took down a star for the military-related setting for personal reason, and another star because this was finished after numerous tries. I don't care whether Song Song Couple were real or not during this project, but I enjoyed second couples, Jingu and Kim Ji Won, interaction more than them. Um, so I included this for a, cu- a couple of reasons. I thought it was interesting that they took down a star for the military setting for a personal reason, because I also struggled with the military setting for personal reasons. I don't think I would include that in my overall rating, though, because, like, it's such a it's personal a thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I, I feel like the rating usually has to do with the um, quality that can be viewed by all people and not myself, if that makes sense. Yeah. I don't You're know. You're trying to speak more objectively. You're right. trying to rate more objectively. Right. And so I just, I did think it was interesting that they brought that up because I struggle with military stuff for personal reasons. But they, uh, they, they did mark it down a star and then another star because it was hard for them to finish it in one go, I guess, which is interesting. I actually saw a lot of comments that mentioned that the second couple, which in this case is, uh, Myungju and Daeyoung, um, that I, I saw a lot of 
stuff that said they preferred their interactions more to the main couple, which is interesting to me, because I thought that their interactions were kind of frustrating a lot of the time. Me too! They were uh, just so, I don't know, I don't want to say quite to the point of convoluted, but it was just so much work yeah to be like they love each other but they can't be together and it's gonna be like that for a long time yes and so back and forth like so back and forth from the get-go literally they were currently broken up when the drama started and then they get back together and then they break up again and i guess if you quantify being interesting as having more drama, then, yeah, I don't know. I think some things can have interest without being toxic, though. I thought their relationship could... I don't want to say it was, like, fully toxic. Like, it wasn't like it was an abusive relationship. It just wasn't always super healthy. Yeah. Uh, I... As with any K-dramas, there is a communication problem, for sure. And, uh, I just, I could never say they were my favorite part about this drama. No. Or even my favorite couple in this drama. No. I, like, not even the main couple was my favorite couple in this drama, though. That's fair. Dr. Song. (laughs) Dr. Song. You've got our hearts. Yeah. Okay, interesting. I want to, I want to jump into one of my comments, because I think it kind of, goes along a little bit. This one is by LTGS123. That's just all consonants right there. (laughs) Um, They gave it four stars out of five on Drama Fever and said, This drama is good, but I have to say that I found the lead actress a little unromantic and dry. I'm annoyed that the Korean women in dramas are always represented in this way, like they can't feel anything. That's painting with a broad brush. Right. But. Because I think that my problem with a lot of, not not all, I feel like we've been on a streak of really, really good K-dramas with really strong female leads, but I felt in the past that it was more often that they make the female leads unrealistically romantic and dramatic. Mm-hmm. Not at all dry. Mm-mm. There are too many tears to be a dry woman. Yes. And I, I thought that, um, I thought that Mo was a consistently developed character. Like, maybe she was a little bit dry, but she wasn't ever, um, out of character, really. Yeah. Like, she was- And I felt like dryness, to me, to her, to this reviewer, it came off as dryness. And to me personally, it came off as maturity. Yeah. Same. I thought she was really mature. I really, really liked Mo. Yeah. Like, to the point where she was probably boring to a lot of people. I think she was very level-headed and very mature. And knew herself very well, which is where the drama came from. And I thought that was such an interesting perspective to say this: these two leads 
are very strong and very level-headed and they know what they believe so passionately that that's where the drama comes from. Not from them being dramatic people, but from them being level-headed people. In dramatic professions that yeah. like, that cook up a lot of drama. Because, yeah, it's not that she was ever unfeeling to me either. I think that... I, and maybe, that seems unfair. Yeah, it it does feel quite unfair to say like she does she didn't feel enough because I thought that there were a lot of moments where feelings came out in a way that they were kind of breaking through, like despite her maturity and grasp on them, almost like she couldn't not express them, and I really liked that that she wanted to hold on to her feelings, but every once in a while it was better to just like talk about them. Like there's a part near the end where she's talking to her doctor friend about how sad she is. And I thought that she was expressing her feelings in a really healthy way, but she was obviously so devastated. Yeah. I don't know. That's interesting. I When I picked this comment, I didn't think it was... I didn't think it was as problematic as I do now. <laughs> I think a lot of these comments that we got are kind of against the K-drama, just so you guys know, off the bat, there's like 90% of the comments are like 10 stars out of 10 on Vicky, 5 stars out of 5 on Drama Fever. They just say, all caps, best show ever, <laughs> 10 exclamation points. Like, people loved this show. So it got much. very high ratings, lots of awards. Just kidding. I don't know how many awards. I know at least one award. Yeah, people keep saying lots of awards, so I'm like, oh yes, many awards. All the <laughs> yes, awards. Yes, we all know. We all watched the award shows this year. <laughs> and last year, whenever this came out, I think it was two years ago. Yeah, we back watched in 2016. That one too. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're, we're going to go through some of the more negative comments, because that's more fun. Yeah, it's more fun, and I think it's more interesting to to talk about how other people felt about it. And I'll be honest, I didn't feel one hundred percent positive about this show. I don't, I don't even know if I'll be able to explain it. It's almost nice hearing other people explain why they weren't one hundred percent the most positive about this show because I don't know. It's helping me put my feelings into context. Yeah, but I still always have the. I don't know, urge to defend it. Well, I'm like, okay, I agree with you a little bit, but also here's why it's great and here's why all the people that worked on it worked so hard and did such a great job. So let's let's keep it positive. Let's take it back a step. So I'm sorry if I'm like that. Yeah. We'll, we'll find I'm a just, balance, I'm sure. Yeah, we'll find a balance. All right, Raquel, you're up. Okay, um, I'm going to do one of my 10-star ones, just to bring it back up. Yay! Uh, this one is from Vicky again, 10 stars. It's Mavishrither28 put this on. And they said, This is easily one of my absolute favorite shows. The stories, the plot, the subplots, the setting, the obstacles, everything about this show is amazing. On a cursory look, I avoided watching this show because I thought that it was a predictable storyline with a stuck-up, idealistic army man falling for a goody-two-shoes doctor without border working overseas. 
But damn, was I wrong. The characters were so well written. They had so much depth and detailing. The other characters were not just there as props or to further the storyline of the main leads, but had their own story, problems, development, and at no point did it interfere with the main storyline, but instead worked perfectly in flow and sync with it. The writers are fantastic for this show, for being able to bring out such a subtle and enjoyable humor in this show. I simply could not stop watching. I have laughed and cried with this show. Watch it now. Oh, that's such a nice review. Yeah, I really liked how they mentioned uh, the the other plots that were working alongside the plots in this show. I think a lot of K-dramas pull this off really successfully. Uh, I think that because we tend to really enjoy the secondary characters because they're super well hashed out in K-dramas more often than not. They're, like, really exciting, interesting characters. But I did think that they gave their characters, their secondary characters in this show, more storyline than maybe I'm used to. Like, they had more plot that was going alongside the current plot. Because I feel like sometimes there were, like, chunks of every couple of episodes in past K-dramas where they're like, oh, now we'll develop, like, this character's backstory. This, it was like every episode had a little bit of someone, like, feeling new things and and discovering something about themselves or their relationships, and it was all still thematic with what was going on. Like, how, um, shoot, what's his name? The young dad doctor. Chihun. Chihun. How he had such an important time when they were in Uruk, like learning how to feel confident as a doctor and like learning that he has been entitled his whole life, but that doesn't mean he can't connect with his patients in a new way. And I just thought that was really cool that we got that from him and I don't know. It it was thematic because a lot of the show was about being a doctor and being in the medical field and being a hero and so it was good. Yeah. And kind of how it addressed how being a doctor doesn't mean saving everybody every time. How you aren't superhuman just because you have this goal. So yeah, I loved it. And I like you said, I feel like a lot of K dramas um, attempt this and do it successfully, but this one did it exceptionally well. Especially, like you said, with sticking to the overarching theme of doctors and soldiers and what it means to be each of those things, where that was kind of the the drama about the main relationship, but it was also a big kind of character turning point for each of the secondary and tertiary characters in the show. It changed a lot of them as we went along, too. Just crazy. Yeah. Well done. Yeah, good job, Descendants of the Sun. You get an award for that. Okay. Okay. Another. Another. Um, I'll read one of my happy ones. Just stay on this little high for a minute. (laughs) Den R. Holmes. 
on Drama Fever gave it 5 out of 5 stars and said, I've been watching this on another site that's about 8 episodes in, and I've got to say this is a wonderful drama so far. I think the best thing is the chemistry between the two leads, they just knock it out of the park in a way that just isn't as common or good in most K-dramas. Glad to see this series is on Drama Fever for in it for when I'm ready to watch it a second time. Cute. I like that they mention the two leads because I have one more comment about um, the female lead and her, mostly her character, obviously not her acting, but a lot of people didn't seem to love her. Which I was surprised about. Yeah, that blows my mind, actually. Like, that surprises me because it never even occurred to me to not love her. Yeah. And she, I like that this commenter pointed out, like, y'all may not have noticed, but the, the leading actors are, they have a lot of chemistry together. They're very strong as a team. Yeah. And that's not always true. Mm-mm. There have been some K-dramas that we've watched where I have not felt chemistry between the leads. And this was not one of those. This, I I thought, was, like, a really good, like, I don't know, it, it kind of like we said in that past episode where we had just discovered that they were a couple in real life, how cool it is to, like, have that chemistry, like, real life confirmed? Like, oh, wow, that, it... It carries over. Like, that is real chemistry. It's there. It's for real. And y'all are cute. Yes. Yes. Okay, Raquel, hit me with with the not 10-star comment. Okay, this one's kind of long. It's by I'd Rather Be Queen on Vicky. Another eight stars, but in the comment, uh, she actually gives it 8.5 stars. So what I really liked about this show was its ambitious scale, actually filming on location and putting decent money behind production. I loved the heavy emphasis on the military aspect, which you don't often see in dramas. The moments when the main characters were in their roles as soldier and doctor and being the best in their respective fields, especially when that intersected, were fantastic. The show also did well in showcasing what dedication and passion it takes for people in selfless positions to carry on. And I was very impressed by Song Joon-ki. With his baby face, I really wasn't expecting him to be able to pull off the uber-masculine special forces role, but he made me believe it. Bravo. However, I felt that while there was good chemistry between the leads, nothing really happened, so to speak. The second lead's romance was much more interesting and felt like it had more substance. But mostly what I found irritating were the last four episodes. To me, it felt like the show totally derailed. The plot flowed nicely until that point, and then it felt like they were scrambling to come up with something to do for those last four. I wrote this. That's I'm the queen. <laughs> I wrote this one. This is my review. I love it. It is. It's uncanny how much those last couple of sentences of what they said mirror exactly what we were saying last week when we were doing the yes. podcast. We're like, they arrived back in Korea, and the show should have ended. Yeah, because we didn't know what was happening anymore, and it was hard to... It wasn't that I didn't care, it was just I felt ejected from from the plot a little bit. And from the show. Yeah. And you're was, like, 
Descendants of the Sun is good, but it's about them being in this other country and figuring out their relationships and military and doctors without borders and this is all good. It makes sense. And then they're back in Korea and it's a totally different drama. Yeah, just like a new show completely. It's Descendants of the Sun 2. And it's a lot weirder. Yeah, so much weirder. And I think the one thing that those last couple of episodes did for me was that they showed me that they could have a relation, like a normal relationship that didn't involve like stressful situations. Cause I think I would have wondered if it did end where we kind of think it should have, if I would have been like, but maybe they were only a successful couple when they were in that very specific, like singular situation. Yeah. I think it's easy to fall in love. Because it kind of feels more, um, not Stockholm Syndrome, just like- like, Live like you're you're dying. Yeah, but also your choices are so narrow when you're like on this little base camp. You're like, "Eh, let's start a relationship because you know how bored I am? Pretty darn bored. Right, and it's like, I don't necessarily think you're a completely different person when you get home, But it's such a different setting that there's no way that, like, your day-to-day life is the same and that you feel the same that you did, yeah, in that isolation that you're put into. Yeah, and Mo brought that up. I liked that she had the, the lines about, I feel like I can't tell you, like, something like I didn't, they, they, I couldn't pick up my dry cleaning or something. And I went to a movie last night. Those things all seem below telling you. And he's like, it's, it's okay. Our relationship is good. But she's like, "We've, I've been here now. I know what you're living through. And it's dumb for me to tell you about my boring Korean life. Yeah. And so, yeah, they confronted that and then showed, like, no, they, they actually make a good couple outside of that situation like he's willing to listen to that boring dumb stuff and she's willing to let him make up boring dumb stuff to tell her yeah but they do it for like half a second and then they're like oh wait he's the k2 we're gonna make this (laughs) about him fighting bad guys and getting shot up and doing crazy stuff yeah wait a sec we needed closure not opening new doors Yeah, so yeah, like, those last episodes were pretty wild to try and deal with, and so I agree with taking down a couple of star ratings, because all of a sudden the plot was, like, super different, it was not the same show. Um, They did mention a couple of things, like, I did like that they shot a lot of this show on location, which was really cool, Um, and then... They talk about how cool it is to see these people in these selfless professions, like, learning, or not learning, they already know, but, like, doing their best to to continue on, even when they're facing kind of devastating situations every day, and these two people are more capable of that than most would be, and that's really cool. And, uh, yeah, just, like, the really good chemistry. Except they said... While there was good chemistry between the leads, nothing really happened. Oh, stuff happened. I don't, I don't know if I agree with that. Yeah. 
I felt like it was just more subtle than um, pretty much, I was going to say other K-dramas, but I should say than everything else in this K-drama. Because a lot of this stuff in this K-drama was very in-your-face drama. There's a freaking earthquake. A homeboy gets shot. There's so much. There's yeah. so much drama. But it doesn't reside within their relationship. The drama within their relationship is so subtle and... Realistic. Not, yeah, more realistic. So I guess maybe it felt not as dramatic. But yeah. I thought there was a lot happening there. Yeah, I... I way preferred their romance, their really realistic, like, well-communicated romance where they weren't sure if it could work because of their careers and their philosophies, but actually, like, they were more like than they ever imagined. Because that's so much more realistic to me than two people who are being kept apart by, like, the, f- the female's weird dad's preference that she doesn't date a person who's a certain level of the military and... Like, like that was just so hard for me to swallow when people say they preferred the second lead's romance. I'm like, eh, nah. Nah. Can't say I did. <laughs> preferred the third lead's romance. Dr. Song, he wins it all. He wins it all. Best romance. Best romance. He played the long game and didn't have too much drama involved. Yeah. Love it. He just loved her, and then later she realized she loved him, and it was really good. Cute. Too cute. Pure. So pure. Okay. Want to go for another drama fever? Or maybe, I don't know, whatever. What are you feeling? Um, yeah. I'm going to read this negative one, because I want to rip it apart. <laughs> this is three out of five stars from Kachina Soman. I'm going to be honest, everything is great in the show except for the main girl. She has an extremely obnoxious and self-righteous personality. I guess it's supposed to be cute since he puts up with it, it puts up with it graciously. Well, it's not. I honestly tried to get over it and continued watching more of the drama, but after episode 5, I gave up. Her personality stinks. I would go into detail on it, but I don't want to spoil it for anyone. Okay. Oh, Kachina. <laughs> Oh, Kachina. Oh, Kachina. Oh, Kachina, no. I'm just too much of a feminist for this comment. Mm-hmm. It's not obnoxious and self-righteous to have views that you believe in strongly. Like, if she would have gone into detail, she or he, I don't know. If this person had gone into detail and given me some spoilers as to why they thought she's not likable... I think it would be easier to swallow. But as it is, I'm remembering Mo as a whole from the series, not episode at a time. Right. And so what I'm thinking is she's great. Yeah, like all of her is great to me. And I think that I we've discussed that I am also a feminist and like really hardcore and I kind of I get that, I get this vibe from it, and, like, maybe this isn't, uh, isn't fair. Like, I may be assigning more to this person's words than I should be, and maybe that's, like, really wrong of me. But what I get from this is kind of that thing where it's, like, when women are in charge, they're kind of considered bitches, 
But when men are in charge, like, they're just, like, being professionals. Like, they're in control dudes. And that's just a weird stigma that exists, unfortunately. And I believe it exists. And that's what I get from this, is, like, yeah, like you said, she knows where she stands and she's opinionated. And maybe that can come off to some people as self-righteous, but I thought that her opinions were awesome and valid, and I think that as a whole, she was a really well-developed character. Yeah. To To me, me, she came off as strong. Yeah. To me, it's just crazy, because, like, like we were saying when we started this, we don't feel 100% about this show. Like, there were problems we had with it, but a lot of people have problems that I did not think were problems at all, which is crazy, because now I feel so defensive, I guess. Now I'm like, no, now I will give it 10 stars. Like, Yeah. <laughs> Just because the last four episodes were derailed, you don't have to pick apart these other things. I don't know. Yeah. All right. You read one more, and then we've got some... We've got a little change-up. Okay. So my last comment I have is very short. And I really liked just how concise it was. It's by Mary Ann Fabregas, and it's 10 stars on Vicky. And it's first episode, and love it already. The storyline is quite different from all the Korean dramas I have seen so far. Try and think back to the first episode, but overall, I think that this K-drama has... I don't know, I think they all have really different plots, at least the ones we've watched, but they tend to follow a really interesting, um, I don't know, it's like a beat. Like, you know, like, which episode you're going to feel the most drama in, typically, and which episode, like, I don't know, there's like a push and pull that's a pattern. That's what I'm looking for. There's a pattern in K-dramas that this K-drama didn't follow at all. And that's where I think it's way different from other K-dramas. And for the most part, that was way cool. I think, for me, the last four episodes felt like they didn't follow the pattern and I didn't love it. But the first 12 episodes, they didn't follow the pattern and I liked it. Yeah. Because I didn't know what to expect. No. Not at any given time. (laughs) So, yeah. Interesting. I liked it. Yeah. I like this comment. And I think that this show got really popular even right at the first episode. Like, both in Korea and in many other countries, especially China as well. It kind of took off. So I think a lot of people could sense that this one was going to be different. And this one was going to be big. Yeah. Like, it was really special from the get-go, and I think that it continued to be really special, despite my, like, star-rating feelings on it. I think it's a really special K-drama. Yeah. Alright. So, this time, I googled some reviews as well, and I just picked out two, and I took little pieces from very long reviews of these dramas, I think they're worth the full review is is worth reading if you're interested in that. But it seems like mostly the review is just like tear apart all the things that you don't like about a drama and then like put a little little like but I liked it at the end. 
And yeah. I can't feel good about that. <laughs> I don't know. If me and Raquel do that, I'm so sorry. I feel I like try we not for to. sure do. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Especially on some of our episodes. But it's hard to read these reviews and be like, yeah, yeah, this show is garbage. Yeah, this show's really bad. And then at the end, they're like, but Descendants of the Sun was also great. And I'm like, you had one sentence that said it was great and five paragraphs that tore apart why it was so bad. I think when giving commentary, it's easy to fall into, like, I don't know, telling, like, trying to justify why you thought it wasn't good because so many people thought it was good that you're like, well, obviously the reason it, reasons it was good are self-evident, I guess. Yeah. Which I think is how we fall into things, too, because we usually start off by being like, oh, we really love this drama. Like, honestly, in our intro, we're usually like, this drama crazy, we love it. <laughs> and then we talk about all the things that stressed us out or, like, that we didn't love or that we... I don't know. I think we also talk about stuff we like specifically, but I think it's really easy to fall into worrying about people disagreeing with the fact that you didn't like some parts, and so, like, you defend that so much more staunchly, and then when it comes to why you liked it, you don't feel like you have to defend that. So I imagine that's why, but I don't know. Yeah, I like that. I like that explanation. This, uh, the first one I went to was the fangirl verdict. So Kay fangirl wrote her short verdict. Even though Descendants of the Sun is not very well written and far from subtle, there are things to enjoy in this show, if you're willing to close your eyes to its shortcomings. Things like appealing lead characters, most of them anyways, character relationships, the romance, and the bromance, and not forgetting Song Joon-ki in his most schmexy drama outing to date. <laughs> Ahem. Flawed, but not without its charms. Brutal. Yeah, super mean. <laughs> <laughs> Zero out of five stars. Whoa. Short verdict. But like, that, yeah. but Song Joon-ki so, looked really good. Yeah, that's like the only part that she liked. I don't know. The, so the fangirl verdict... Dot com was, I think, the website. So go check it out. She has a very long, detailed explanation of this summary. So if you're interested in that, go check it out. But I thought it was interesting that she said it was not well written, which she mentioned a lot in her long verdict, that she didn't like that it's not subtle, and she didn't think it was very funny. Huh. Okay. Uh, that's different though yeah. that's so I would not have guessed that anyone would say this was poorly written yeah cause I think that is not my problem with it or rather I guess like when you say something is poorly written that's painting with a pretty broad brush because that's saying all that's what I like think. all of the things about it were bad because that's yeah. what it is, is it's essentially a piece of writing that people later like play out Whereas if you say, like, oh, I thought the cinematography was garbage, or, oh, like, the dialogue could be a little bit stilted at times, but the storyline made sense. I don't know. I just feel like saying poorly written is pretty generalized. Yeah, because there were, there were plenty of dialogue pieces that weren't great, especially with the, like, foreign actors oh, that were so supposed bad. to be, like, bad guys. Yeah. Not great. Oh. 
and maybe there are some plot points that didn't work. But I don't know. On the whole, especially the doctor versus soldier philosophy, I felt was very well played out and very well explained in a way that you could feel the differences in their philosophies. Yeah. And I think that takes some real skill. Right? Like, it's really, really interesting, because it's almost like it feels like either someone who is a doctor or has at least, like, studied some amount of medicine, or maybe just loves a doctor, wrote this, you know? Like, but someone who knows the the intricacies of philosophy in medicine. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. Flawed but not without its charms is a very uh, interesting way to describe this drama. <laughs> I would not have guessed it. Yeah. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Comment on this comment. Yeah. I want to know what other people think. Is anyone else like, yeah, for real, you gotta close your eyes to all those shortcomings right. and then you'll like this drama? Or maybe like... Just a little more specificity. You felt like the writing was bad. Like, what part of the writing? She had a lot of examples. I should read the whole thing instead of being like, she doesn't know what she's talking about. Fight me. Fight me. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah, she had, I think she had a a good article. Yeah, Um, because she put scene by scene, like, what what she thought was unrealistic and what she thought was weird. So it was a really well-thought-out review. Better thought-out than our reviews. Yeah, our reviews are pretty much garbage. Thanks for listening. Yeah, we paint with a broad brush. (laughs) Hey, fight me. This show's really good. And she's like, what about this scene? I I have bullet points here that say this scene. And I'm like, no. If you look at the show as a whole... It's really good. And she's like, just look at this line here and tell me it isn't weird. I'm like, mm-mm. Nope. Not gonna look at it. <laughs> but for real, that we are looking at the show as a whole. If you're gonna do a short verdict, summarize your your thoughts on it, then it seems like she didn't like the show. Yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah. Crazy. Mind-blowing to me. Mind-blowing. How could you not like it? Um, the other one I got was from Korean Drama Today, written by Odessa Jones. And this the snippet I took was, The military romance Descendants of the Sun left me with one question. How can commando gunfights, car wrecks, natural disasters, gangsters, North Korean spies, and a CIA-backed military coup be this boring? Whoa. Savage. Savage. Right at the end, you're like, yeah, yeah, this show was cool, wasn't it? And she's like, no. It was pretty boring. It was pretty boring. And I liked some of her points. Where she, one scene that she pointed out in particular was the scene where um, homeboy, Shijin, goes into cardiac arrest. Then he wakes up. Yes, I will back her on that. About a minute later. Until, I will back her on that until my dying breath because I also am like mm not cool super yeah. weirdly handled so she's like there's a few scenes like that like the earthquake super well handled there's a lot of drama there's a lot of heartbreak but then there's things like she didn't getting shot and she did dying and I hope you guys have watched all the episodes cheapers um <laughs> Where there's not enough time to worry before it's resolved. Okay, I feel that. 
I actually, I, I'd go to bat for this particular review that isn't flattering of the show, because mm-hmm. that makes a lot of sense to me. They, I think they crammed a lot in there, and in doing so, they had to resolve it before they decided to, like, do another thing. And, That's exactly it. Yeah, and so it's like, when you have so much going on, you have to resolve it before you present a completely new plot point. It wasn't just that a lot of drama was happening, it's that a lot of new drama kept happening. Where it's like, oh, yeah. now I guess they're done with fighting overseas, and now, yeah, there's a CIA-backed military coup happening. And it is too different, like, obviously everything had to be wrapped up. Yeah, no, kind of that one didn't come to fruition, Mm-mm. but then they're back in Korea, and there's stuff with the North Korean military, and you're like, what? And then it's kind of kind of finished, the next episode. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, so I didn't need to... didn't need to think about that one very much. Mm-mm. You can tell Raquel and I did not keep up with that very well, but it didn't matter because it was over in a flash. We're pretty much dullards anyway, but then when you're, like, resolving things super quickly and we don't have to be stressed about them, we're not gonna stress about them. Like... Yeah. Which kind of was her review. Which I I thought was an interesting point. Because I think you and I felt that way at the end, but like you said, we didn't know how to put it into words what we were feeling about all this drama happening, and then being over really suddenly like i think the point that we were talking about it was when we didn't cry over shijin and daeyoung's deaths yes we were like it's sad but i don't feel very sad i wasn't sad and for them at back. all i was sad for like the military family yeah you're sad for his dad for sure yeah but other than that yeah it's like i don't know it just felt not yeah i wasn't worried <laughs> Wasn't worried. Yeah. So, yeah, this one's from Korean Drama Today. So if you want to read the rest of her review, go check it out. It's also interesting. Um, I have one last review from Drama Fever to finish us off. Okay. Um, it's from Skeet006. <laughs> they said, five stars out of five. Entertaining, funny, and dramatic. The main characters were adorable together, and they had amazing chemistry. The supporting actors were funny, and the storyline made me laugh and cry. I enjoyed it, and will definitely watch it again. That's all I wanted to end on. Just this nice note of how much they loved it. Oh, that's a good place to end, because it really was a great K-drama. And it had its... (laughs) Flawed, but not without its charms. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're going to end on. That line. <laughs> Brutal. Um, one out of ten stars. One out of ten stars. <laughs> what what rating would you give it, Raquel? Um, we'll say out of ten stars, because that's more specific. I hope you don't think I'm mean when I say this. I'm trying not to be brutal, but, like, (laughs) probably, like, eight. Okay. Yeah. I I think eight is a good rating for this. I feel comfortable with an eight. I thought that the character chemistry was great. I really loved learning. I thought that thematically it was perfectly developed. Like, the fact that they established 
um, ideas and philosophies and, and, and character values really, really early. And then the characters kept to them, but grew in a realistic way, I think. Like, maybe they changed their opinions, but not without reason. Um, so I thought that that was really, really well handled. But uh, now that, yeah, I can put it into words a little bit more, the pacing was interesting. Like, it, was, it wasn't quite right. It, I don't think that there, it necessarily should have followed the pattern of a, a typical K-drama, but at least the pattern of a typical K-drama is set in place for a reason, because it's like a really good way to build that suspense and that anxiety and then have it resolved by like a certain point and then be able to wrap everything up neatly. So I don't think it had to follow that, but it was too quick. There was too much happening. I think they ended everything that they wanted to end, or at least it felt like they did way too early. Yes. And then they just had time. Yep. So much time. What star rating would you give it? I think eight. For a second, when you were like, don't don't think I'm too brutal, I thought you were going to say six, and I was like, mm, that might be fair. <laughs> <laughs> it's not six. That's really me. Six would be really brutal, especially because I think in past episodes we've given things ten just because we felt guilty not giving them ten. Yeah. I would give this ten stars up until episode twelve. And then after that, it gets six stars. So average it out. Eight. I'm going to put it at an eight. I don't know why I hated the last four episodes in my memory so much. I feel like probably watching them, I was like, oh, this is kind of odd, but I like it. I'm into it. But now, looking back on it, I'm like, six stars. That's all you get. Well, looking back on it, it was weird. Like, it was, like, <laughs> it was kind of a weird time to be watching that K-drama. Yeah. So, great job on this drama. I loved the actors. I loved the the storyline and the secondary characters, all the plots that were going on, everything that tied together. Beautiful. Really liked it. I think that wraps it up. Yeah, so... We did it. Um, we finally finished it. We made it. We made it. We... We did it. Uh, why do I feel like there's something we're missing here? I don't know. I guess we'll uh, wrap it up in another four unnecessary episodes <laughs> of the podcast. <laughs> Once they release the final four episodes of Descendants of the Sun, yep. then we'll be able to wrap it up. <laughs> um. Yeah, so... Oh, we haven't done any awards. I don't know if there was, like, a bus stop girl or anything. I feel like we nominated one, but I can't remember who it is. They did not make an impression with any awards yeah. nominees in this show. Mm-mm. There was, like, everyone was pretty good, but there was no one that quite correctly fit the bus stop girl description. Why is there no bus stop girl in any other show except W? Right? I really want to give out this award. I do. Obviously, we keep resurrecting it. Yeah, we made so many awards already. And then we never know how to allocate them. Yeah, we don't know who to mail them out to. Yep. If we nominated someone and you remember who it is, leave it. 
as a comment on our episode on playonk.com. And they will be the automatic winner because (laughs) there was no contest. It was just them, and we forgot. We forgot. Other than that, I think that's just about everything. Do you know what we want to watch next? So that we I have can, no we idea. Can tell them. Okay, so we can't tell you in this episode what we're watching next, but we will be sure to send it out in a newsletter um, yeah. so that you can watch the episodes and then listen along with us after you see them. Yay! Uh, you can subscribe to that newsletter on our website. It's playonk.com. And if you just hop on there and uh, there, like, there's, in, you can just follow the links. It's a nice, clean website. We've spent some good time. Some Squarespace, you'll sponsor us one day because we love your website so much. So much. It's uh, it's a it's a nice time, even like making those websites, and then yeah, like navigating them is really simple. So hop on there, subscribe to that newsletter if you feel so inclined. If not, I think we'll probably tweet about it as well if we remember to tweet about it. We do got to get better about using our Twitter, um, but it's just at play on K. At play on K. Um. You can send us an email, playonkpodcast at gmail.com. If you send us an email and you're like, hey, I don't want to go to your website or tweet at you, will you just send me an email when you release a new episode? We'll do it. Yes. We'll freaking do it. Yes. And also, because we obviously haven't decided, uh, if you email us before we, uh, before we tweet out anything or email out anything, then... Uh, we'll probably go with, like, whatever you recommend. So recommend something. Yeah, hit us up there. And we are also on iTunes. We're under the podcasts Play on K. There you can rate and subscribe and leave us a review and tell us what you think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. Thanks, James Hevel, for our theme song. Thank you, James. And thank you guys all for listening. We'll see you next week. Okay, bye. Bye. Pop.